Hello and welcome to Mean Mommy Kink Podcast. This is episode 30 and you're here 30. With 30. Wow. Our, pod- our podcast is about to have midlife crisis. I hope everyone's prepared. Yeah, well, join the hosts, you know. We're cause... buying we're buying a T-bird and we're <laughs> Yes, I'm definitely ready. My cougar years are are coming on me. So, um so we have uh Jackie Riot, Miss Lilla Sunshine, and Betty Bondage. Yes, we have a special guest. We will introduce her in just a little bit. We're really excited. Yes, um, we love Betty Bondage. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but first, we're going to do our business spotlight, which we always do. And usually it is a queer, kinky business. But as all of you definitely know by now, there is a really fucking terrible genocide happening in Gaza right now. And Israel has been on subduction for months. And one of the things that they're doing is they've created a media blackout where they've destroyed all the cell towers and all the communications network to try to keep people in Gaza. Not, you know, they they can't connect to their families and loved ones. And also they can't show people what's happening on the ground and what all these war crimes are that Israel's committing. So our business spotlight is more of an action that you all can go do. And that is go buy eSIMs for Gaza. They are little SIM codes that people can use to connect their phones. They basically create a little hotspot. And there have been stories where like one eSIM is connecting a a building that has like 50 people. So all these people can get in touch with their loved ones and, you know, let them know that they're safe or whatever, whatever. It's really important. It is literally the only lifeline they have to being connected to the rest of the world right now. So we are going to put up a post on perverts of color on how to buy what's called Nomad eSIMs. They have a really easy program, but there's a lot of these programs out there that you can find that are purchasing these eSIMs codes and they go straight to people there you can see when people activate them and it's just really been helping it's literally been keeping Gaza connected and keeping us all aware of what's going on because of course we always say this all the time on the podcast abusers love to work in darkness and that is what Israel's trying to do so don't let them get away with it these sims are relatively inexpensive they're like 20 to 40 dollars I believe so if you have an extra couple bucks buy an ethem or two or three for Gaza and they will get it to the people that need it. We'll put the post up again on Purpose of Color Stories. We'll put it up a couple times and great post to bookmark. And that is all we want from you this month. All right. That's perfect. Keep Palestine and ceasefire. That's all we got. Seriously. Seriously. And that's like something that you can do. Cause I don't know about y'all, but I've been feeling like really angry and really helpless. And so like something tangible that you can do that physically makes a difference on the ground. Of course, our, posting on social media helps too they've been literally asking us to do that to make sure the world sees what's happening but also something like tangible you could do for people is really nice to like feel like you did something you know yeah. so yeah the world is fucked do what you can the world is, fu- fu- is fucked i said butt fucked but yes the world is definitely <laughs> the world is the world is not butt fucked that'd be more fun it's just fucked so do yeah. what you can um well cool. As we segue into our topic, I'm trying to think of a a nice palate cleanser to get us there first. And so I think that our topic is in the realm of definitely sadomasochism. Would you both agree? Oh, yeah. Definitely solidly. So we talk about BDSM a lot. We talk about DS a lot. But this is definitely strictly in the world of sadistic motherfuckers. So... Mm -hmm. I would say, and that's why that's why we brought one of our favorite sadistic motherfuckers onto onto this episode. 
Yes. <laughs> Everyone here is a sadist, right? Would you would you consider yes. yourself a sadist, Betty? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Just, just a slight. I would say sadist. I'm a slightly. I'm a, I'm a completely sensual dom, actually. Some would say. Oh my god! <laughs> wow, wow. That so, is, for, that is... so for anyone who doesn't know Betty Bondage, like this, this person is doing like. I don't even explain the shit you be doing. First off, the needles. You're a professional sadist, like literally. Correct. I'm creative. So... Yes, extremely creative, extremely sadistic, um, extremely bloodthirsty, is not really afraid yeah. to go there. Yeah, and I does think my first picture I saw of you was you like with covered in blood or something. Like, and then the second one was like that. What is that? An axe grinder that you you are doing that? Oh, um, an angle grinder. Angle grinder. Yeah. Please explain what what you do with the angle grinder so people know who um, they're talking to. An angle grinder is it's you know it's a power tool and. So when you're a grinder girl, like I am, like you take this grinder and you have like a metal plate, right? Mm. Steel, either bra or panties or corset or whatever piece of you want to grind onto. And you just slam your grinder against it and sparks fly everywhere. So I have like a metal covered like panty type of deal, like a thong thing. Interesting. And you just slam it up against my crotch slamming it with uh, the ankle grinder okay first yep. off the visual is amazing <laughs> it really is it's fantastic but i wonder like does this connect to genital torture for you because that's our topic today we're talking about is uh, genital torture so does the ankle grinder does it give you any sensation or is it just strictly like the vibration there isn't, there isn't like heavy sensation that way i mean if you want to say jenny torture in is it kind of scary yeah yeah like i'm definitely yeah. throwing a power tool against my crotch so area. <laughs> like, so just one false move you know and um it can go really bad mm, so that's more of a uh, like a like a mind a performance yeah, yeah. performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. you also specialize in just straight up Janet torture. People like come to see you just for that. I've seen all sorts of interesting pictures and videos of like people with like their genitals nailed to a board and yes. you know, with like a spiky heel covered in blood because you've just kicked someone in the junk until they're bleeding all over you. And that's all hot. They love and it. I also, yeah, I'm also a fan of genital torture as well. And so we're going to kind of come at it from like all different types of genitals because really everyone can be hurt in the junk and it's great. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely. True. I was definitely more of a DIY sort of genital torture gal because when I first got into kink BDSM, it was like clothespins. And mm -hmm. then I knew a lot of guys who would do like a a sock full of pennies they'd like wrap it around their balls or you know mm, it was a lot like of hanging yourself weight yeah, yeah a lot of the weights and they you know you could clip the weights to needles or other kinds of things piercing stretcher so Box yeah full of pennies yeah that's a good idea yeah. let's I talk about what they did with these pennies listen right. just heavy ass sock full of pennies they would wrap it around his balls and his dick and then he would have to run and it would be like swinging in between his legs like you know it's like a fist like three fistfuls of pennies in that thing so it's so heavy good well. yeah it was awesome. great yeah and then we will beat him with it afterwards because you know love it just for fun why not 
yeah so closed were definitely my gateway genital torture device because they can go on again any configuration of genitals and they're so great and they're just cheap you literally can get them from the dollar store from target from wherever Mm. um and there's so many things you can do with them depending on where you clip them certain parts are more sensitive than others you can pull them you can twist them around all kinds of things um, and then another like starter genitorture torture thing for me, um, as you all know, I have very little use for rope, but this is one of the few things that rope is fun with. Mm-hmm. Um, if you take some rope and tie it to like a post or just something that's steady, right? And then you make knots in the rope, like maybe every like foot apart. Um, and then you just like hold the other end of the rope and make sure it's nice and high. You can just make someone walk that line. Mm. And that rope is just going to just continue to hit them in the junk as they walk back and forth. It's so nice and it's so easy and it doesn't, it's not like a next level, you're bleeding all over the place, Jenna torture, but trust me, it scratches and it hurts. But why not? Exactly. Why not? It's really how Jenna torture comes about is mostly a why not. (laughs) I I love rope for Jenna torture. That's one of my favorites. Go ahead, Betty. What is Mm -hmm. one of your favorites? Oh, I love um, ball busting. I love a good kick to the balls and spike. That picture that Lola was talking about. I remember, I know exactly what picture she's talking about. And those boots were bought by the person who wanted their balls kicked with them. Of course. And I remember my favorite scene with him was there was a wall, a mirror, like the wall was just mirrors. um, And I was in San Francisco and I was in a dungeon there and I had him facing the mirror on all fours while I kicked him from the back in his balls. And it was just so perfect that blood went splattering Dexter style everywhere. And it was a really beautiful moment. Oh, that's so wonderful. Yeah, like an artist. That is the thing about Uh, torture. You're gonna, if you keep doing it, you're gonna get blood because it's like a head wound. You know, there's so much blood there that if you- Yes, if you remotely break the skin, it's gonna bleed every fucking where. Um, (laughs) Every fucking where. We do want to take a minute and pause and recommend that you go look up anatomy and safety before you go fucking around with people's junk. Um, Genitals can generally take more than you think, but there are like veins and shit there and like, you yeah, know pop a ball like the balls you exactly have to... like you just need to kind of have a working knowledge of the anatomy that you're going to be torturing to figure out where the better or worse spots are um a lot of needle people will immediately try to jump to putting needles in junk and i'm like cool idea but you should know where the veins are first like there's a major vein in the penis that you don't want to fuck around with that kind of thing um so yeah it's but like junk can take way more than you think it can like really like labia yeah. stretching is one of my favorite things ever. Labia can be stretched so fucking far, it's crazy. Yeah, definitely. Like people don't realize how elastic that skin is, but it's super like you can like literally like twist it in almost a full circle while you're stretching yep. it. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. So again, much where the fun. Pins, again, where the clothespins can come into place. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The clothespins, you can tie string to clothespins so that you're like pulling on them before they zipper off. You can use needles. And if you do sutures, you can literally sew someone shut, which is super fun. Yeah. Um, I've seen someone do a super glue labia shut. And that I haven't um, seen. Oh, it was hot. I've seen it too. They super glue to labia shut. And in this instance, she had to pee to open it because the super glue was like breaking down with the pee so she basically it would like f- swell up like a balloon because it wasn't hadn't have a place to go and then eventually the urine and just like 
dissolved the glue and that's how she could pee again but it took a couple hours so wow. i have friends that are a married couple mm -hmm. and every now and again they like to fuck and then like super glue the cum into her for a couple mm -hmm. days mm -hmm. interesting and eventually eventually it'll break down and again you know it'll it'll let her loose but like they'll just super glue that shit shut just for fun yeah i have so many things to say <laughs> super glue i've seen used in a lot of weird torture scenes and i've even seen piercing go wrong where somebody um they had a nipple piercing that ripped out and so they just happened to be dating a uh tattoo guy and he just whipped out mm -hmm. some super glue and bada bing bada boom put that shit back together they went to the hospital afterwards but it's just like yeah that's probably what the hospital the was gonna do was just glue that well, shit so back no, together here's the thing super glue obviously a medical grade version of it but sometimes just actual super glue is often put into field kits for people that are working way out in fields. Like yeah. we're talking like Western Australia. There is not a town for six hours driving out in the field because if you get hurt out there, you are super fucked if they can't close that wound and yeah. super glue will do the job. It will close skin and it'll hold until they get you somewhere safe. So fun fact, if you are camping or fun. some shit, throw some super glue into your shit because you never fucking know. Somebody has a really big wound and you aren't really sure that you can do clean sutures where you are, super glue will at least close it until you can get them to a hospital. Yeah. That's wonderful. But also, Basically, you can put it on people's junk because it is dissolvable <laughs> with acetone, which is nail polish remover. Yeah. So if you glue someone's, I don't know, like balls together or something, like put it like against their skin and just like leave it there, you know, eventually it'll break down. <laughs> or they can put a little acetone on there and it'll let it loose. I'm just throwing that out there for fun. At some point, it'll come Yeah, in. you know, I, my, only real tip for, my only real tip for gender torture is to notice, like, there's different kinds of skin down there for everybody's mm -hmm. genitals. It's not just one kind. Like, some skin yes. is retractable and some skin gets swollen. And so if you're going to do something to it, notice what the skin of that area does. Because if you pick something that retracts, and you put a piercing through it, it's going to feel differently than if you pick something that swells, you know? Mm -hmm. so yeah. That, that's going to help you yeah. decide the placement of what you're doing. Like what that's also like knowing, just like I said, your basic anatomy, right? Like outer labia, you can stretch, you can pull, you can kick it, you can punch it. Inner labia, much more sensitive. Mm -hmm. You put a clothespin on inner labia, someone's going to come off the table and punch you because it's super fucking sensitive. Um, the same thing with, if so people that either have a clit or have if they have bottom growth and have a dick if you put a clothespin on that it is way more sensitive and painful where some people really love that sensation but for some people it's way too fucking much so you know just be aware that certain parts are more sensitive than others um if you're going in and people that are like experienced in a torture bottoms will probably be able to tell you like here's exactly my favorite thing that i like to do or like you can do all kinds of crazy shit to my balls but you know, only this to my dick. Like they'll like have knowledge for you. If they're new to genital torture and if you're new to genital torture, just take it really nice and slow and see what's causing the pleasure response and pain response and see what's causing the you need to back off response. Um, but yeah, people that are into genital torture, like they can tell you like pretty instantly what they like and what they don't like. Um, like you can like kick and punch me in the junk for like an hour and I'll be delighted. Okay.
I will be. Benny's taking mental notes. Like next time you're in California. Yeah. Like, hey, let's hang out. Yeah. What are you doing after this? My next question for y'all is when you knew you were into Jenna torture specifically, because for me, it kind of I looking back, it was always a thing. I didn't realize it, but like when I had bullies in school and they were guys, I would always punch them in the dick. And I got so yes. much joy out of it. Yes. I and I like I love Wow. It. I would and I, it was to the point where I got a reputation for punching guys in the dick and I had to go to the <laughs> principal's office and they were calling me a bully in reaction wow. to you know, me bullying That's rude. bullies. That's fucking rude. Yeah, it's not fair. If you get you, you were just teaching them manners, and that's really rude. Literally that. And so then I realized that you could bully bullies, and then mm-hmm. that clicked a button for me. And then dick punching and bullying bullies became like linked in my mind. And to the point now where I didn't, I was like, is this a gay thing? Is this a kink thing? And you were like, no, this is a you thing. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's you. It's just you. 100 percent Very specific. Um, literally you, yeah I think you figured you like it yeah yeah for me I so I um anyone that has had sex with me which is a significant number of the population um, <laughs> knows that I'm very very multi-orgasmic and so I, I am into forced orgasm scenes because that is another thing that I like I could just come until my brain shorts out mm. um and so I had a top that was doing that to me with magic wand and I it added clothespins and I was just like like the clothespins were fucking crazy, right? Because they were like hurting and vibrating and I was coming at the same time. Like it was so much sensation that my brain was like losing its mind. And then he was just like, like, oh, you kind of like the clothespins. Let me turn off this magic wand and do stuff to the clothespins. And I was just like, why is this amazing? And so <laughs> so that's how I discovered I liked it from the bottom. Um, and then from the top, um, I'm kind of like you, Betty, where when I was doing sex work, like I don't have a whole, like, one of my joys was just hurting dudes that wanted me to like kick them in the balls for an hour like that was great like step on their junk like all that was wonderful and amazing all of it um just anything paddles just you you name it I was going for the junk like 100% like wrestling scenes I would be like by the way I'm going to cheat just so you know and I would just immediately be going for the junk um and then like I said for like queer scenes I could like more tailor it to like oh I know that I like this sensation so if you have similar genitalia to mine you might also like this sensation let's just see what you like let's play around and figure out what you like so you know it was partially work and also partially just like me discovering I like it for myself and then wanting to do it for others as well um but Betty I'm super interested in how you got into it because you're super into it (laughs) I um well I mean it really guess it depends on what you said hurt I realized I like to hurt you know, um, cis boys genitalia by laughing at it early on. <laughs> so I remember I was playing that game. I'll show you my if you show me yours. And I was really young. And all I could do was laugh. I couldn't stop laughing at what I was looking at. And it was the best thing in the entire world. I remember just thinking, because this little boy just cried. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it was so amazing. You know, it's like that took nothing. But it was also like, why doesn't he find it funny? You know, <laughs> he find it funny too. Um, and then when I discovered I liked it, like Jenny torture in person, I want to say, because I mean, you're right. It's like torture 
I think is a loose way to say it because they're enjoying what's happening as well, right? Exactly. Right, exactly. So, it's really rare that you're doing something that someone utterly does not like. Like they're getting off yeah. on it. They asked you to do it. I would yeah. agree, especially for people who like Jenna torture specifically. They're usually like hands in the air saying thank you, thank you. Yes, Mr. thank you. Exactly. Thank you, they're like, what? They're, they came to you for that reason. So yeah, yeah, tell us more about that side of it, Betty. Um. Well, I was, I played at play parties a lot. I, I still play a lot. Um. And there was this person was years ago I met. We still to this day have, you know, have stayed in touch. Um. He came and he wanted to stick this like gigantic fucking butt plug up his ass like this just he just wanted to be stretched out just like stretched out to the max and I was like I don't know if I'm allowed to do this you know I was really, <laughs> I was, I was really new to this I was like I don't know if I'm allowed to do this and you know um um my headmistress was like you know maybe let him pretty much do that I was like, okay. Right. And I was very much interested. I was interested. One, I was interested in that whole, like, how do you get yourself there? How are they getting themselves there? Obviously, it's not like all just pleasure, you know? There's also mm -hmm. this pain aspect involved that's causing more pleasure um, and stretching out a hole. And also, it was a glass butt plug. So, like, wow, the visual, you know? Yeah. It was interesting. That's art. Um, That's art. And it just kind of, <laughs> it really was. It was a really nice introduction. Um, and then, like, from there on, like, we've played again and again, you know, so I got to try out different things with his genitals. Um, that was interesting. But he had very specific ones he liked. So when you said they know very much what they like the most, what activity they like the most, that's a fact. Mm -hmm. They definitely know what torture they like the most, you know? I have a feeling that a lot of people that are Jenna Torture, like super fans, practice on themselves a lot. Like yeah. a lot of their trial and error where they might have had some failures were like in the comfort of their own home where they were like, well, let's not do that again. That didn't work. <laughs> yeah, so they can kind of come to you and be like, I know that I enjoy having my balls nailed to a board because I've done this already, but I don't enjoy this, you know, terrible sound that I found with spikes on it like don't do this ever um but yeah like I have a feeling that there have been like trial and error things that's also like I've noticed with butt sluts as well like there's been a lot of trial and error there like you said that guy could get himself there because he was used to it and he was used to his body being able to stretch that way and that does not come like the first time you try a giant toy no so... <laughs> no he no, definitely had to do some homework it was yeah. no it was, it's big it's big and I mean, it's big because I mean, I've seen him do this even in the last several years. Like, so that's definitely not a first time. Yeah. But yeah, I am super interested in like the blood level genital torture that you do. Cause that is usually like, I feel like there's like a line where some people really like kicking, punching, clothespins, that kind of thing. And then when you start getting into like needles, um, kicking to blood, Sutures. nails, yeah. sutures that kind of thing like that's another level of genital torture that some people never get to so I would love to hear more about that it's so much fun it's just a huge level of trust you know which I enjoy I enjoy that you trust me like that I enjoy that you don't believe I'm gonna snap you know like you're like okay mm -hmm. she seems totally stable and then they let me do all this really fun stuff with them um I discovered I liked sutures suturing someone's facial lips shut mm. and then 
that's how I discovered I liked that, which led into then suturing this person's butt cheek shut. <laughs> you know, to give them a little spanking. And that mm-hmm. was that was interesting. Um, I really enjoyed that. But it was so t- it takes, I feel like, a certain kind of person who isn't afraid of kind of like where that kind of pain is. Because genital torture is a unique, unique kind of pain. Yeah. Yes, it is. It's definitely it's, way more intimate, too. Yeah, I think it's like, so I was thinking about this a little earlier when I was thinking about this episode. It's like cilantro. Like, there are people that love <laughs> it, and there are people that will not fuck with it at all. Because some people people. just find it painful and they're not like, they're, it's, it's never going to be hot to them. It just hurts. Whereas other people are like, Ooh, this hurts a little bit. Mm, That's exciting. You know what I I mean? Like, I agree with you, but I think there's a third level too. There's like people who say absolutely no people who will do it and can enjoy it. Like they can enjoy it. They have enjoyed it, but it's not their primary thing. Like they're doing it Mm -hmm. for motivation or a piercing or a specific event. And then there are people who are like, oh my God, I need my sack of nickels. I want you to hit me in the balls. Like I've seen. I don't know. I'm going to say, I think people that get genital piercings are into genital torture. Like you don't decide to get your genitals pierced unless you like that sensation. I agree. And that's why I think it's a, it's a a range because like I got my clit pierced, I had fun doing it. And then like four couple days later, I wanted to take it out because I didn't actually want the piercing. I just wanted to be pierced there. So that was more (laughs) fun than actually having the jewelry, you know? So I do think there's a Jenna torture element to it because I wanted to have the, have the sensation, have a little treat afterwards but then I didn't do shit every day. <laughs> oh my god! I don't want to be on the what? subway with that. That was too much. I can relate to that a little bit because I was about to just say like, Jesus, really, Jackie? But I've had my nipples pierced about four times, mm-hmm. and I always take them out. Mm-hmm. I end up taking them out. So before I say that, yeah, yeah okay, I, guess I see what you're saying. I do like I do like going through it and then having a little treat for a while, and then I take it out after several years, and then I yeah. do it again. I'm doing this. I've been doing this since mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know, 20, 21. Like I've been doing it. So yeah. I We're not the only ones. I think how many yeah. times did you get the same piercing over and over again before you? I don't even, piercing. it doesn't even hurt anymore. The last time I got him done. <laughs> exactly. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that like, that is kind of part of the fun of Janet torture. Like, obviously it's fun at the time, but then it's fun for like the next couple days too. Cause you're all mm. bruised and fucked up and like, you have to move. Like your genitals are involved when you're walking, sitting, laying down, getting up everything. And so like, if you have just had a really intense genital torture scene that you will know, you will know the next day when you're trying to move around or like sit down or whatever, like, it's pretty hot. That's kind of one of my favorite things. It's it's so pleasurable. Like, oh, I will poke my bruises. Absolutely. Like, I will know where every single one of those clothespin marks are. And I will be sitting there poking them. I'll be going to the bathroom in public places so I can poke it. Like, honestly, that's like <laughs> one of my favorite things. Like, I'm hoping they last like at least a couple days. So I have these little fun little masturbation buttons. <laughs> I love it. Because they feel different than a regular bruise, right? Like a regular bruise on your leg is hot and super fun to poke. But like a bruise on your like junk like hello you're like masturbating and hurting yourself at the same time while remembering that, that hot person that did the thing to you oh it's so good so fucking good i, I, like I will agree you're like so swollen in the one specific place yes. the rest of your body can look normal but if anyone saw your genitals it will just be like immensely swollen. 
immensely. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh, it yep. reminds me of, um, you know, people who do like the saline injections or they like fill up yes. the balls yes. and stuff like that. I don't do that, but I think that's really cool. And that I like how so it can last cool. so long. Yep. So and once again, it. yeah, yep, everybody it. just absorbs it naturally. So they go back down in a day or two, but for the time being, they're just like super stretched. And that again, I bet that skin feels like really sensitive because it's been stretched for two days. Exactly. So, yeah. I remember the first really time nice. I did a saline scene with somebody. Oh my God. I'm like a kid in a candy store when nothing new, something new and fucked up is something I learned. So I'm like, oh, that's really great. Like, his balls got huge. It became like a uniball. <laughs> it does. I've seen it. I've seen yeah. the saline solution. It's exactly it, what happens. It looks like a big potato or something. It's insane. a big balloon. Oh yeah. Yes. A so I remember just my mind being blown. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, that's the things that you can do to genitals and like how durable mm-hmm. they can be taken for being so sensitive. They're yeah. still so, you know, durable. Like, yeah. It's true. Absolutely. It's true. And Whenever also, you like, go ahead no i was gonna say like also like if you mix fucking with jenna torture oh so good it's so good like if you're already bruised there and then someone's like let me yeah. put something in there you're just like i feel like i'm dying and also i'm having the largest <laughs> orgasm in the world <laughs> i feel like i'm dying yes correct yeah. i feel like i'm dying harder please <laughs> Nobody here is fucked up like that. What? No, what? That's crazy. <laughs> so what is, What has been one of the, like, wildest Jenna torture scenes that you can remember? Mm. Or something that's memorable, even? Let me pick. Hold up. I know. It's so me- so good. I'll, I can start. I um When I was living in Baltimore, I had a roommate who had a, a partner. And he would come by, like every weekend okay and he'd bring us steaks and he'd cook in the backyard and he would cross dress and then would sit in the stand in the middle of the living room and we would just take turns throwing things at his dick his balls just like it wasn't even like the scene was just how hard can we hurt this this person's penis from across the room and then it would progress to like rubber bands like you know mm. real thick evil rubber bands if you ever seen somebody getting snapped with genitals with that that shit's evil the welts are all like i love nasty. the welts nasty mm-hmm. welts they're like tying them up multiple times and he's got like hairy balls so it's like there's no mercy here like fuck you your skin and your hair and i just remember yeah. being like are, are you okay do you like this and he just have the most shitting grin on his face like yes this is exactly what i want and when she would take the rubber bands off she would cut them off so each one would snap oh just evil brilliant evil shit love it so i just to this day jenna torture tops are taking notes right now like and also (laughs) i mean rubber bands you know all the shoelaces all any any kind of tying obviously is a big thing but not everybody is into the needles i i did needles as a bot as a bottom for jenna torture like real briefly that's another thing i was going to say a lot of these scenes do not be long Okay, so no, the not scene, necessarily. Some sometimes it lasts long, but it's really gotta be somebody who really, really wants a long genitorture scene. Even the folks who like right. it can only handle so much. Like I don't think my scene was more than ten minutes. I was like, "Well, that looks nice. Take them out." <laughs> yep. <laughs> and fuck me now, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think with mine, um. 
there are two that really come to mind. One I touched on a little bit um, a long time ago. There was a scene where I had a partner who was afraid of dolls. And so I shoved a bunch of dolls up inside him and like sewed him shut. So that they're, and these these were like music box dolls that when you wind them up they kind of move and play a little song mm, that's so fucking awful kind of... I love it <laughs> so I put them in a glove and I shove them up in there and like their little feet were still on the outside just kind of moving mm. and you could hear the horrible little music box noises coming out of it <laughs> thanks I hate it <laughs> no I love it so, <laughs> so that was like a little Jenna torture mixed with fear play because the point was not actually the Jenna torture it was just to be like incredibly fucked up because he was very afraid of dolls mm. um and then the other kind I like is just, like I said, seeing how far labia can stretch and like seeing how far like genital skin can stretch in general and like seeing if someone can take like clothespins or pressure on the super sensitive areas because mm. like putting clothespins on like inner labia and pulling, like if you can get a hold of inner labia at all, even to pinch it, it is so incredibly painful most people have never actually had their inner labia grabbed like that because why the fuck would you do that um and it's so great and the scream that that makes is just really magical <laughs> it's really would, nice would y'all consider um urethra um sounding as... yes yes okay I do, <laughs> as well. I do as well absolutely yeah, so for absolutely. folks who don't know can you explain what this is for folks who don't know it's like, I mean, it's like a very okay, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I always explain it as like it's a dick sucking a metal dick. So <laughs> that's wow. <how> I... <laughs> that's a visual. Yep. Right? That that actually makes sense. Yeah. Honestly, it, you don't have to are, Google it. They are they are uh, metal rods that are clean, surgically like sterilized, and they're different sizes, and you can put them in the urethra. And of course that hole is very small so the larger the sound you're putting in there the more it's going to stretch and hurt yeah. yeah and you could you anybody can can do it it's just you know generally penises you have more length so it's a yes. little easier you but can do a similar yeah you can do a similar thing if you are someone that has you know it, you can do caths basically like catheter size things and that like any urethra can be capped or sounded it's just mm easy mode versus hard mode basically correct <laughs> <laughs> so betty what's some of your favorite um what's your like favorite gen torture moment that you can think of oh god so many okay so let me start with pick several pick several favorites um so there is this client that me and my friend on lacy together and he one time he it was it was a bad idea number one to have us both awful status in there together who loves mm -hmm. to just like destroy it becomes a feeding frenzy yeah bad idea um and we decided to do something we called chariot races we would chariot race with him and so she would tie his balls up to um the like a one of those rolling office chairs after we'd already just <laughs> oh my god beat it currently did like whip practice on it and all this stuff it's already just like decimated wrapped his balls up, tied it to the chair, and he had to pull each one of us and time it. So mm -hmm. he had to pull us via his balls. And there was like a little ledge in the dungeon too. And she would just like whip him and be like, let's go. And it was a fun <laughs> little like, you know, sadistic sister moment that I will always remember. And I love, I love that genital torture together moment. That was really sweet. Um, I consider anal fisting, any kind of fisting, you know, so a bit of that because there's a lot yeah. of stretching involved. 
Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And there was me and another uh, person who we did what we called Fister Sisters. <laughs> and we held hands in someone's <laughs> we, oh, we did a thumb sweet. war and then held hands in someone's ass and it was Amazing. lovely. Yeah, it was I a beautiful love moment. It. But I mean it again, it takes that person like this person can take a lot of things in their ass. Um, it's mm. the same person who did the glass butt plug. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, and there are just people like that is their being fun thing. And if you're somebody that's like in the straight vanilla world, you're not going to have an easy time finding partners that know how to do that properly for you. So like right. these are people that are definitely going to come see pros because they will be able to get that need met by someone that knows what the fuck they're doing. And they don't have to like sit there and explain why they like it or whatever. It's just like, great, anal fisting, let's go. You know? <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah, I think and, that like queer kinksters someone... forget how like rigid the straight world is. And we're so lucky to be able to like actually find partners that don't like run away from a date if we say we're into fisting or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but like straight people, that is not a thing for a lot of them. Like if you are on a date and guy leans over and is like, I like to be fisted in my ass, most girls are gonna be like, uh, check please. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm I calling would... you an Uber. I would say even in <laughs> the queer friend. world, like even in the queer world, anal sex is a little more common. Like, I mean, in the queer sort of um not mm-hmm. cis gay man the world. vanilla the queer vanilla world exactly like a lot but the of the queer kink world we get like privileges we we don't realize how lucky we are to have so much direct communication about our desires it's true i think a lot of us take it for real granted and we don't realize that like a lot of people do not have that luxury yeah so so are there any <laughs> do's and don'ts about gender torture that you want folks to know as we um come to the end of this hot session of fucking people up yeah don't don't um cut through the major vein that's in the penis and again if you don't know what that is anatomy but really easy you can google it Mm. um (laughs) realize that there are risks of being potentially sterile if you do genitorture a lot of folks that are into genitorture don't want kids to begin with so it's not a big fucking deal but if you want kids the natural like anatomy science way in the future be aware of that shit like obviously if someone kicks you in the balls once a week for an hour that might affect <laughs> yeah <laughs> I how that shit works table. i use a trample table and i'm like this gentleman is never having children yeah no. literally no never having no. children and even for vulvas i mean there's only so much yeah, you're really absolutely. supposed to be doing to them like that either they're delicate ecosystems so if you're mm-hmm. getting kicked in the pussy by steel toe boots every night then you might have to, you know. Yeah, there might be an infection. There might be this. There might be that. Family um, planning sure, will be different. <laughs> exactly. Make sure things are sterile. Um, keep in mind too, like, genitorture is a little different because most folks aren't showing their junk to like random people. But like, keep Uh-oh. your schedule in mind. Like, do you have to go to the gyno next week? You know what I mean? Like, do you have? A surgery coming up where they might be looking at your junk and be like what the fuck's going on here like keep that mm-hmm. shit in mind you have a partner that doesn't know you go do this with a pro dom once a month like keep that shit in mind um <laughs> absolutely oh my god could you imagine some of the things i do and they don't tell like their wife all of a sudden they do see like nail marks in their dick right yeah. like what happened to you like someone assaulted you and it's like no i i asked for this so and also if you are in a situation where that might come up be prepared to explain yourself like be prepared to say I asked for this this was a sex thing it was consensual I'm fine like 
be confident with that shit because if you start sounding weird things things feel weird for everybody yeah um what else can you think of as a top like start slow and work your way up you'll be able to gauge reaction a lot better you don't start with a nail through something you know yeah. unless you know that person really well and you know that they come to you multiple times asking for the nail you don't start there um body language yeah body language, yeah. the type body of language. screams they're making, check in with people. Like, Jenna Torture is really it. great because you'll get, like, a panic scream, but then it'll be, like, horny. And if you get a panic <laughs> scream that's not followed by horny, then that's actually a panic scream and you need to stop and check in. Yeah. Does that make sense? That's a good way yeah. to like, put it. It'll be like, holy crazy. shit, you've just hurt me so badly in the junk, I'm coming. But if it's like, holy shit, I'm still screaming, everything's ruined forever, then that's not good. <laughs> I would also I would also say learning about if the Jenna torture is supposed to be for pleasure or pain, because there's both kinds. Like mm-hmm, that's you true. Can Jenna torture somebody through pleasure by giving you them can too fuck much someone pain. rough. You yeah. can just fuck someone really hard until they're all bruised up. People have that happen all the time and don't consider that Jenna torture, but they're still no. bruised up the next day. Absolutely. It still think- looks suspicious at Planned Parenthood. So it's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like think how many how many lyrics matters. how many lyrics reference like beating it up? Like that is what they're talking about. They're not talking about a kink scene. They're talking about just being fucked really hard. Yeah, that's true. What were you saying, Betty? Which is also great. Oh, yes. I said so um like pre-care is important. Like how do you take care of yourself before you're about to do something so extreme? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, are you drinking water? Are you eating? Do you have an aftercare plan set up? Exactly. Um, what do you do if something goes wrong? Yeah. What are people comfortable with? Do you want me taking you to a hospital? I mean, what what's the plan here? What are we telling the hospital if something goes seriously fucking wrong? Like, all this is a weird kink. And yeah. yes, the ER has seen it all. But also, you need to be real comfortable going to the ER and being like, I was doing this thing and it slipped. And now there's a big cut that shouldn't be there. Please help Oof. Yeah, and like all BDSM, these things are considered assault, so you better make sure they like it. That's really mm-hmm. the only way you can protect yourself. Yep, and also that's it's definitely considered edge play, especially the further you get down the line where you're starting to break the skin and um, do the amount of like pressure and tra- like blunt force trauma, basically that can can be bruised for days. Like that is definitely considered an edge play. So realize yes. that. Um, also, like. Ask your partner about the not physical side of it, right? Because Betty, you were talking about how you like to laugh at people and some people are super into that and some people are super not. So like, there's no two ways about it. Exactly. Like, what is the tone of this Jenna torture? Is it like, you're such a good slut. I love hurting you. Or is it like, you're ugly and gross and I'm stepping on this and obliterating it? Like, what is the tone that we're going for? So like, know that because that can tank a scene immediately. If you put someone in the wrong headspace, they're not going to be able to take the Jenna torture that you're doing. It's Um, true. They might want you to just be trampling them and telling them that, you know, I'm a beautiful goddess. That's why I'm trampling, trampling. Exactly. You You belong under my feet. I love how you feel under my feet and not like you're disgusting and gross and I have to stop this out. Like that's a totally different tone, you know, (laughs) like you need to know what the person wants. Nothing's wrong with either one. You just need to know what the person gets off on, right? Because some people super get off on like, I'm disgusting and gross. Please step on me. You know, and other people are just like, I'm such a good slut. I love being in pain coming for you. Like Mm. it's, it just know where you're, know your audience, ask, figure it out. Like before you're, figure it out before you're up in there, you know? (laughs) 
know your audience. I agree with that. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it's the same for all kink, but like when you're with genitals, like that's really personal. Like Betty was saying earlier, that's really intimate, right? Like yeah. the headspace there can torpedo pretty damn quickly because people like that's literally called your private parts from when you're small so letting someone play around in those and then hurt those in a way that like you're not supposed to want that's already like a level of mind fuck right yeah, so like the humiliation parts really touchy like because you can really mm-hmm. mess someone's head with that yep and you can make them feel really bad in a way that's not hot for them so yeah, Just humiliation, kind of like the genital play. Someone usually tells you that's what they want. You usually don't. Hundred percent. I would never just pull that on somebody. That's that's a really terrible thing to pull on somebody because most humiliation bottoms will absolutely know not only that they like it, but how they like it, and they'll be able to tell you. Like, yeah. I come really hard if you tell me I'm filthy, you know, or whatever. But, but like, they won't like don't just like pull that out of nowhere because that might not be someone's jam and they might be like, I'm not dirty. What's wrong with me? Oh no. And then uh, now they're spiraling, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. That's less hot. So, yeah. Less hot. Yeah. You definitely want to do the thing that's hot for both of you. Um, and that's the other thing too. Like I'm actually not into humiliating people's genitals. It's not my kink. And so if someone wanted that, we wouldn't be a great match. Cause I don't actually, like, I used to do it for money because you do lots of things for sex work that aren't like a hard limit, but also just like, aren't your kink. But like, I wouldn't do that in my personal life because I just don't find it hot. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. and like I said, obviously lots of people do find it hot, but like, if someone were like, I really love when you say terrible things about my genitals, I'd be like, mm. <laughs> work out. let me introduce you to my friend, Betty. <laughs> yeah, I, I have less of a problem with that as well. I'm let like, me yeah, introduce you to Jackie fun. and Betty. They will make you cry about your genitals, but I am not. 100%. That's not my, not my jam. It's just not. And like I said, if you're super into that, great. Obviously, there's two out of three people on this call that also are. But if you're not into that, that's also fine. And like I said, for money, sure, because you're paying me, I will laugh at your penis. I don't care about it one way or the other, really, but I'll laugh at it. But like for like personal life, like I, if you're naked in front of me, I'm delighted usually. Like that's like <laughs> usually what you wanted. Exactly. I'm getting yeah. what I wanted. Like I think you look great because you are naked in front of me and that's exciting and we're here now. So, you know, I'm not that's not my kink but again many people's kinks um so know your audience both from the top and the bottom you don't have to do things from the top that you don't want to do yep i agree with that too people don't talk about that enough that it's you know you don't have to do it as a top as well you also get to say no i don't want to just because you do that thing and that person likes that thing doesn't mean you have to be doing it with that person exactly just you know hey that's not really my kink I would love to torture your junk, but I'm probably not going to also like laugh at you and say things about your your junk while I'm doing it. Is yes, that okay? Everyone gets to have boundaries. Um, random people on the street, sex workers, everyone. Just because you want to do something doesn't mean you have. They're going to assume to do what you want. So that's exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's really about literally talking i know we say this every single fucking episode talking communication god forbid Mm. you can't just jump into like crazy shit without having a conversation first because it's going to go super south like really immediately immediately like again um everyone on this call has done or is doing sex work and we sit down and have conversations with clients even if they're seeing us for an hour because otherwise that's going to be a shitty hour that's not fun for anyone like 
just have a, a quick conversation, get on the same page, and then you're good. So, yeah. And then you can you're not, their then you can do the weird stuff. Yeah, exactly. Then you can do the weird stuff because now you know where, you, where you're going and where you are. And like that makes it so that you have boundaries. And if you have a creative top of vague boundaries, we're going to find so many things within those boundaries that you have no idea. <laughs> yeah, literally, if you say I like gender torture and you don't make something really, really clear, you've just given mm -hmm. permission to give you a really bad day. So literally, if you say like the only thing you can't do is electricity, I'm like, okay, that's a lot of things. <laughs> oh, we didn't even get into electricity. That was one of the things I did too with needles oh, yeah. and electricity. So mm -hmm. that was a whole gender torture moment. They had me, you know, labia. And that was half the reason it didn't last long. Because <laughs> I was electricity no. and genitals is a whole nother conversation. Uh -uh. Did I zap you? Did I zap you in the junk, Jackie? I don't think I did. I zapped near you. your junk, but I don't think I did. No, you didn't get hmm. my junk. Not that time. Making a mess. There are these yeah, parties exactly. that you're having. These are just in hotel rooms. We just get weird in hotel rooms. Yeah, but your parties are in um a location in Chicago. Yes, that's true. I do have yeah. parties in Chicago where you could also zap someone in the junk if you so chose. Correct. Mm -hmm. That is allowed. We should have you come through one day, Betty. We'll plan something we when, really when the winter is not wintering. Yeah, you would not survive a oh. Chicago winter, but yeah. you can no. have a lovely spring or summer that's warm enough that for you. awful. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll get you when it's nicer. Yeah. Yeah, no, we're not we're not taking a Puerto Rican girl from Los Angeles and plucking her in the middle of Chicago. Winter. That's mean. <laughs> um, that sounds sounds so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wait till it's warm and then we'll have a party and you can come through. And then I'll fun. come out. I'll be yes, like, oh, exactly. a little like burrowed animal. Now I'm out. Mm -hmm, exactly. <laughs> well, on that so, note, yeah. anything else we want to share before we enjoy the rest of our evenings? I think we've only like really scratched the surface of genital torture, but that's kind I was of gonna cool say we didn't it. even get to sounding that hard. I know that's we true. Really didn't. I Is mean, there anything else you wanted to say about sounding while we're here? Because that could really be its own episode altogether. It's, it really, it's true. I would Should say it? my main thing is don't put random shit in your pee hole. I know that yeah. sounds like. I know that sounds like sex ed one one, but like seriously, the amount of people that end up in the ER because they put random shit in their pee hole. Don't fucking do that. Just buy sounds. You get them on the internet. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and it has and sterilize to be your sounds. Sterilize your sounds. Yeah. Sterilize your sounds. If you don't have access to an autoclave, at the very least, use medical grade cleaner. Sterilize your fucking sounds. Yeah. Aside Stop from putting infections, infections in your pee hole. Gross. Aside anyway. from infections, it's just also if you get irritation in there, you will never forget it. Like it'll. Yeah. Yeah. So even if you didn't get an infection, all you need is one grain of sand and you're going to be pissed all day. So you have probably. to something. It's, it's if not you're someone, okay. If you're someone out there that wonders why cis women don't want to talk or touch anyone when they have a UTI, you can find out by putting things in your pee hole that shouldn't be there. You'll find out exactly how fucked up that is. <laughs> uh, yep, absolutely. Yeah. And use the proper lubricant. Don't like yes, use just surgical it. lube, not regular sex lube. Yeah, yeah it's got to be thicker. Yeah. yeah, it's got to be thicker. Yep, uh, and sterile as well. Again, don't put random shit in your pee hole. I mean, yeah, we did sounding, we did punching, we did needles. We talked about sailing a little bit. We talked Kicking, about kicking, step trampling, um, nails. Yeah, nailing sure. someone's anything to a board is next level advanced. Don't fucking try that at home by oh, yourself. Oh yeah, be so careful. Never. You're taking near risk in your hands. Of Oh, that's the last thing I want to say is that sometimes there's folks who like a thing that's so extreme, like putting a nail in their junk. 
and they will just go find any oh. newbie to be like, mm -hmm. will you do this for me? And I, and it almost like set you up. Like you really don't even know yeah. what's You going don't know on. the risk that you're not risk aware because you don't know exactly. that this person is basically just like not giving you all the details, hasn't thought themselves through the risk either, just has this fantasy and it's like. So just be mindful. Cause I will say sometimes gender torture folks, sometimes extreme anal folks, like certain types of kinks can bring out people who are just looking for another set of hands and mm -hmm. they will and they're not coming from you. a good place mentally yeah and even if they're the bottom so you're thinking well i'm not the one with the nail you know it's still like they're setting you up to be in a really weird situation you can't handle because right you don't even know how to handle it right and like then suddenly you've caused irreparable damage to someone and like that's kind of on you even though they set you up to fail you did the thing like it's just you know know who you're playing with, be fully risk aware. There's a lot of nerdy science research that needs to go into genital torture beyond the like kicking, punching clothespins level. Right, and that's yeah. one of the reasons why we can't get super deep because I don't ever want anyone to just hear us talk and think, oh, I'm a genital torture expert now and start setting right. somebody up. Like we can give exactly. you info, but you really do have to actually learn from for yourself from hopefully yeah. someone who makes some fucking sense, not just whoever on the internet <laughs> like exactly like get a mentorship it. yeah get a mentorship go to there are very specific classes that happen every now and again but mentorships are your friend um yeah I you know we didn't talk about it's kind of separate I don't I don't know if I consider chastity genital torture mm. it kind of is but it kind of isn't because like yeah it's really uncomfortable but usually unless there's some kind of weird like stun gun aversion or something happening it's not really torturing it's just like super uncomfortable but there are a lot of people that are into chastity play and not being allowed to come and those like contraptions and cages and stuff that you can put on your situation that make it so that you can't get hard and all the things i'm um, gonna push back they're... i don't think like it automatically chastity is Jenna torture only because you not being able to come is not torture. It's torture when I say it's torture. You know what I'm saying? It's mentally torture, but not physically, really. Not for the most part. It's uncomfortable, though. It's definitely uncomfortable. I'll Super give you uncomfortable. It, it, torture. Torture. Unless you it can be torture. Unless you put that thing in the pee-pee hole, it's not torture. Unless I put something in your pee-pee hole. <laughs> That's how I feel. That's the quote. That's the quote right That's there. The quote. On that note, y'all, what else? Um, I think really, I mean, anything else is going to be really specialized. Like, I feel like. Really? Yeah. It's going to be specialized to the person. It's going to be specialized to the skill set. Um, if you're into genital torture, put that out in the world. There's a flag for it. Teal. Fun fact. Flag mm. and teal is genital torture. If you're into it, put it out there in the world. That's one of those flags that you don't see very often. So other genital torture people will see your flag from across the dungeon and be like, hello. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I wow. see you flag teal on the right. How do you do? Like they will find you. So like put that out there in the world. People will find you. People will love to hurt your junk. Other people will be fascinated to watch your junk get hurt. If you enjoy that sort of thing in public, it'll be great. Um, but yeah, advertise specifically for what you want and people will find you. Um, and it'll be amazing. And you'll have a horrible time together and everyone will come. It'll be super great. A horrible <laughs> time. That's beautiful. And it was poetry. <laughs> well on that note y'all thanks for being here with me mommy thank you betty bondage for being a real one and we thank will you talk to y'all soon bye bye, bye.